turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hope Ministries. Here's Pastor Rick Warren. Then the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Everybody else who heard the shepherd's story were amazed. But Mary treasured up all the words she heard and continued to quietly ponder them in her heart. Mary treasured these things in her heart. She was a woman of the Word. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we begin a special week-long Christmas series called Don't Give Up, Look Up. We are so thankful that you've chosen to spend time with us celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about a powerful tool that will help give new life to your prayer time and an amazing opportunity to come alongside this ministry in our efforts to see lives changed through the gospel. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word daily to 99000 while you listen to the message. That's PastorRick.com with two R's in the middle or just text the word daily to 99000. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with a message called Who God Chooses and Uses. I want us to just take a very short time to look at another different angle of this Christmas story. You realize that most of the people in the world, when this first Christmas happened, missed it completely. They didn't hear about it. They didn't know about it. They didn't know the significance of it. Christmas, the very first Christmas, was a total wash for most of the world. Very few got to be in the most significant event in history where God came to earth. And of all the people in the world, that got to be a part of um, the very first Christmas. Why did these people get to be a part of it? Mary, Joseph, shepherds, wise men. What made them so special? Well, they weren't special. They were just normal people. But obviously, God chose to use them and to bless them. Why? That's what I wanna look at for just a couple seconds before we close who God chooses and uses. Because if you look at what Mary did and what Joseph did and what the shepherds did and what the angels did and what the wise men did, it's the very same things that you can do this Christmas for God's blessing on you. They were blessed because they got blessable. They did the right things. The fact is, Joseph cooperated The shepherds celebrated, Mary contemplated, and the wise men dedicated. Let me just take you through this real quick. You can write quickly. Let's start with Joseph. Joseph is the most overlooked character in the Christmas story. He's just a normal guy. He's got a job in a small village. 
He's poor, he's average, he's normal, and he's engaged. He's engaged to be married. And one day his fiance comes to him. Now in those days, an engagement was actually more like a marriage. You just hadn't consummated the marriage yet. But it was, you'd have to divorce if you were gonna break off an engagement. You couldn't just break it off. It was like a divorce. And so Joseph is engaged to be married to, uh, to Mary. And one day Mary comes with this fantastic story and says, <clears throat> uh, honey, uh, I'm pregnant. Uh, and you're not gonna believe this, Joseph, but I, I've never had relations with any man. I'm the first woman in history to have a virgin birth. I'm unique. And uh, one other thing, oh yeah, God is the daddy. Guys, would you believe that story? If your fiance came to you and said, I'm pregnant, but I've never had relations with any man, and God is the father. Now, as we saw in the story, Joseph was a good man and he did not want to embarrass Mary. He loved Mary. And so he decided he was just gonna quietly break off the relationship uh, and not make a big deal about it, not make a spectacle, not make a scandal. And what is going to happen here is Moses, I mean, Joseph has a test from God. Now, in Matthew chapter one, if you look on, on your notes, it says there, Joseph was a good man and he didn't want to publicly disgrace Mary, so he planned to quietly divorce her. But an angel appeared to him in a dream, and when Joseph woke up, he did exactly what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do. If you're taking notes, circle that phrase, he did exactly. He did exactly what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do, and he took Mary home as his wife. Now, this takes great faith. And what is he doing here? He's trusting that God has a bigger and a better plan. So here's the thing we learned from Joseph. If you wanna write this down, if you wanna be blessed like Joseph, cooperate with God's plan for your life, even when it doesn't make sense. That's a thing you can do this Christmas. Are you cooperating with God's plan for your life right now? Or are you going on your plan? Are you following your purpose or God's purpose for your life? If you want to be blessed like Joseph, who received one of the greatest blessings in the history of the world, you have to cooperate with God's plan for your life, even when it didn't make sense. And when the angel said, here's what I want you to do, he did it, even though it was the most outrageous story he'd ever heard. The Bible says this up here on the screen. Look at this, Jeremiah 29, 11. God says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Good plans to take care of you, not to hurt you. My plans will give you the future you hope for. And the message paraphrase, I love that. I know what I'm doing, God says. You don't have to understand what God is doing for you to trust that God knows what he's doing. That's what Joseph did. He cooperated with God's plan and that's why he got blessed. Now, what about this second group we looked at, the shepherds? Now. The shepherds really were the bottom of the social structure in that day. They were on the bottom rung. They, they were smelly in the first place because they're around sheep all day. They're stinky, they're smelly, they're sweaty. Um, they have a dirty job and they were incredibly unpopular. They are not your typical birthday party guest. Hey, I wanna invite a bunch of dirty, smelly, stinky shepherds 
to my baby's birth. But God wanted them because he wanted to go from every area and spectrum of society. These guys are out relaxing in the fields at night. They've got their you know, sh- sheep outside and they're, they're not sleeping in a house. They're sleeping out with their sheep out in, out in the fields. And all of a sudden the sky lights up and you know the story. The angel of the Lord shows up, makes the big announcement and then the sky fills with a chorus of angels and they sing glory to God in the highest. Now notice here on the screen what the Bible says. Luke chapter two. Then the angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Good news of great joy. That will be for all people. It's for everybody. It doesn't say for one group, one religion, one nationality. It's for all people. This is good news for everybody. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you and he is Christ the Lord. So what did they do? Well, look there on your outline. Here's what they did. The shepherds hurried to Bethlehem. They didn't take a dilly-dally walk. They probably ran. They probably ran uh, from where they were to Bethlehem. They hurried to Bethlehem, and there they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. Now, when they had seen him, when they'd seen Jesus, they returned to their fields singing praises and thanking God. Circle that, singing praises, thanking God. They're having a party here for all that they had heard and seen, which happened just as the angel had told them. Now, while Joseph cooperated, the angels celebrated, and they started a party. They're singing, they're praising, they're thanking God, they're dancing around. We get to be in on the greatest news. Most of the world doesn't even know what we know. Most of the world hasn't seen what we've seen. Most of the world hasn't heard what we've heard. We're in on it. God's grace has been shown to us, the lowliest of people. And they have a party. Christmas is a festival, not a funeral. It's a party. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. There's more great teaching coming up. And if you'd like to connect with Rick, just go to PastorRick.com and click on his social media links. While you're there, be sure to sign up for his free daily email devotional. And if you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has changed your life, you can email him at rick at pastorrick.com. Do you feel like your prayer life is stuck in a rut? Kind of like you're praying the same thing over and over again? Maybe you've started to wonder if God is even hearing your prayers. Whether you felt like this in the past or you're feeling that way right now, Pastor Rick has a powerful way to re-energize your prayer life. It's called the Daily Hope Prayer Journal. Many of us don't realize that journaling is a spiritual habit that will help your prayers stay fresh, effective, and consistent. This year, the Daily Hope Prayer Journal is themed after a mountain retreat. It has a soft, cork-like cover and is packed full of scriptures and beautiful artwork that will help you enjoy writing down your prayers. Pastor Rick has asked us to send you a copy of this great resource as his way of saying thanks for your financial support. And please remember that all this month when you give, your gift will be matched up to $100,000, but only through midnight, December 31st. So please ask God how he would have you support this ministry financially. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource and to have your gift matched up to $100,000. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. Thanks in advance for your support. 
celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Christmas is a festival, not a funeral. It's a party. If you want to be blessed like the shepherds, celebrate that God is here with us. And when you celebrate that, when you get up in the morning and you celebrate God's presence with gratitude and praise, you know, get up with gratitude and and bless the Lord at breakfast. Then you celebrate God's presence. And by the way, not only did they celebrate, they communicated. It says they told everybody about the good news. Who's the last person you told about the good news? How long has it been since you told somebody that they could have their past forgiven, purpose for living in a home in heaven. How long has it been? How long has it been since you communicated? It says when they went back home, they told everybody. They gossiped the gospel and they told everybody the good news. They celebrated and they communicated. Now, the third person is Mary. Mary's kind of the star of the show. Everybody knows about Mary. But the truth is, Mary had to be scared to death. She's barely a teenager. Most scholars think Mary was maybe 14 years old when she gave birth to Jesus because men and women married much, much earlier. She could have been as young as 12 years old when she gave birth to the Messiah. This is her first child. She has no mother, no aunt, no midwife, no hospital. She's giving birth by herself in a barn with a bunch of animals. And it's the most fantastic kind of birth ever because she hadn't had any relationship with with her husband yet. Now, Mary is scared to death. And the Bible tells us in Luke chapter two that in all the things that she heard, when the angel talked to her, the angels talked to Joseph, the angels talked to the shepherds and everybody else, she listened. And here's what it says. Then the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Everybody else who heard the shepherd's story, were amazed. But Mary treasured up all the words she heard and continued to quietly ponder them in her heart. Now, I want to make a point here. So if you're looking at that verse, I want you to circle these words. Circle the word told. Okay. They, they, she was, they were told. Circle the word said. Circle the word heard. Circle the word treasured up. And circle the word ponder. All of those words are communication terms. And they're all in just a couple verses. Told, said, heard, treasured up, pondered. What did Mary do right? She paid attention. Do you? Do you pay attention to God's word? She paid attention, she listened, she remembered, and she pondered. Everybody else wondered what it meant. She pondered what it meant. Pondered is another word for meditate, which just means to seriously think about it, to go over and over and over in your mind. Mary treasured these things in her heart. She hid them in her heart. She pondered. She was a woman of the word. Are you a woman of the word? Or are you a woman of the world? Joseph had to cooperate. Mary had to contemplate. And she had to think about what God was saying to her. And she hid all these things in her heart. And she thought and she paid attention and she listened and remembered. If you want to be blessed, 
You gotta cooperate like Joseph, you gotta celebrate like the shepherds, and you've got to con- contemplate continually on God's word like Mary. Contemplate continually on God's word. It says she treasured all the words in her heart and she continued to quietly ponder them in her heart. What'll happen if you start doing that this Christmas? Let me show you two quick verses on the screen. James chapter one, verse 25. If you keep looking and carefully studying and you carefully study God's perfect word which sets you free, you know the truth sets you free, And if you do what it says, and if you don't forget it, you will be blessed by God for doing it. You're not blessed for reading it. You're not blessed for hearing it. You're not blessed for underlining it. You're blessed for doing it. But you can't do it unless you hear it, and you read it, and you study it, and you memorize it, and you meditate on it, and you think about it, and you remember it. If you want to be blessed like Joseph, cooperate with God's plan. If you want to be blessed like the shepherds, celebrate the good news, God's grace to you. Live a life of gratitude. If you want to be blessed, you need to contemplate what God says in his word, like Mary said. Here's another verse, Joshua 1.8. Study this book continually, remember it, and meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to do everything it says. Then you will prosper and you will be successful. That is the only promise of success in the Bible. There it is. And it's connected to the word of God. If you contemplate on the word of God, you think about it, and then you do what it says. God says, I'm gonna make you prosperous and I'm gonna make you successful. I didn't say that. God did. And what about this last group, the wise men? First, who are these guys? Well, These guys were likely royal advisors and astronomers to the king of Persia or Babylon in Iraq. When we studied Daniel a year ago, remember we talked about that Daniel himself studied to be a magi. He studied to be a royal court advisor and an astronomer. These men were the most educated people in the world. They were the scientists of that day. They were astronomers, they studied the stars, uh, they, they studied literature, they studied languages. They would be educated, they would be scholars, they would be scientists, and they would be wealthy. And so in studying the stars, they see this star that God has put in the sky, and they start studying the scriptures and studying the text, and they realize this is a sign. Now, to caravan to Bethlehem from either Iraq or Iran uh, would cost a lot of money. And it, was, it would cost time and it would cost money. But this is an intellectual pursuit. These wise men are seekers. Wise men still seek Jesus. The Bible says, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. God promises, if you are a seeker, that's a good thing. And this is the season to seek Jesus during the Christmas season. Now, the Bible says this about the wise men, Matthew 2, verse 11. When the wise men saw the child with his mother Mary, they bowed down. Can you imagine this sign? These great scholars, these men of great wealth and education, they all bowed down in front of a baby. They bowed down and they worshiped him. And then they opened up their treasure chest and they presented him with gifts of gold and incense and myrrh. 
being warned by God in a dream, they headed home by a different way. You know, anytime you have contact with Jesus, it's gonna change the way you walk. It's gonna change the direction of your life. And when they saw Jesus, they went home a different way. Now, coming to Jesus cost them a lot, but when they saw him, they worshiped him. And what do we learn about this? Whom God chooses and uses. If you wanna be blessed, then you need to be like the wise men. And I need to dedicate my time and my gifts to Jesus. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Now, if you've missed any part of this broadcast, including portions we didn't have time for today, simply go to PastorRick.com to listen again, to find out more about this ministry, or to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional. Rick's going to be back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement, so please stay with us. Do you feel like your prayer life is stuck in a rut? Kind of like you're praying the same thing over and over again? Maybe you're starting to wonder if God is even hearing your prayers. Whether you felt that way in the past or you're feeling that way right now, Pastor Rick has a powerful way to re-energize your prayer life. It's called the Daily Hope Prayer Journal. Pastor Rick has asked us to send you a copy of this great resource as his way of saying thanks for your financial support. And remember that all this month when you give your gift, it will be matched up to $100,000, but only through midnight December 31st. So please ask God how he would have you support this ministry financially. Here's Rick to tell you more. I know I tell you this all the time, but again, I want you to know how much I thank God for you and appreciate your support of Daily Hope. We couldn't do this without your prayers, and we can't do it without your financial gifts. And I know that for many of you, this is a real sacrifice in order to be able to support the ministry of Daily Hope as we take the message of Christ literally around the world into places that nobody else is going to. As you consider your year-end giving, I want to ask you to consider about sending your greatest gift to daily hope that you've ever given. You know, the great news is that in this month, your financial gift will be doubled because a generous friend is offering a $100,000 matching grant. And they've challenged all of the rest of us to give as much as we can, and they will match it up to $100,000. That means that every dollar you give to daily hope in December up to $100,000 will be doubled. You give $25, it's like giving $50. And if you give $100, it's like giving uh, $200. And if you're able to give $1,000 or more, it will be doubled. Your generosity, and of course, Christmas is all about the spirit of generosity. God so loved the world that he gave. Your generosity makes this ministry possible. It allows us to reach into refugee camps. It allows us to reach out around the world, overseas. It allows us to reach people who could not ever afford to pay for any discipleship tools or materials. So your donations matter. In this month of giving, I'd like to give something to you. And I'm very proud of this new tool we developed. It's called the Daily Hope Prayer Journal. That'll help you stay consistent all this next year in your prayer time. Finally, let me ask you a a personal favor. Don't forget to pray for us during this season. We're praying for you. Let me know that you prayed. 
It really blesses me to hear from you. you. I love the letters, the emails, the cards, the stories that come in because it helps me realize we truly are partnering together in this ministry. It's not about me. It's about the Word of God, and it's about what we can do together that none of us could do on our own. We are more effective together. We're better together. Thanks for listening today, everybody, and join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. God bless you, and have a great Christmas season. This year, the Daily Hope Prayer Journal is themed after a mountain retreat. It has a soft cork-like cover, and it's packed full of scriptures and beautiful artwork that will help you enjoy writing down your prayers. Pastor Rick has asked us to send you a copy of this great resource as his way of saying thanks for your financial support. And remember that all this month when you give your gift, it will be matched up to $100,000, but only through midnight December 31st. So please ask God how he would have you support this ministry financially. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource and to have your gift matched up to $100,000. That's PastorRick.com. Or just call 800-600-5004. That's 800-600-5004. And thanks in advance for your support. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and your generous financial support. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, and like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat.